There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Now for the Stacey and Hutch Say Too Much podcast. Hide the children. Where, you guessed it, the dynamic afternoon duo say way too much. I won't shave armpits. Does it hurt when it grows back? If there's any ingrown situations, yeah. that can be very painful. No, seriously, that was way too much. Pit stains. I think they're sexy in certain situations. So if you're still listening, here they are to start the pod. Why, I never. Stacy and Hutch. Yay! Yay! Say too much. What's up, everybody? Uh, we are excited today. Stacy was able to grab one of her good friends. You guys go way back, like way, way back. Like maybe so three far back. minutes. TJ Miller is with hey! us. Hey, TJ. Hi, guys. Hi. Was it ever, it's say too much with Stacy and mm-hmm. Hutch. Did you ever consider it gets a little racy with Hutch and Stacy? Where oh. were you when we put this stupid thing together? Oh. TJ, here's the problem oh, with that. Wait for the call. She has to have her name first. So I can't, you know, legally, I can't do that. It's it's in the contract, you know. He gets a beating. I don't think that's true. I like the other half. I'm a fashionable seaman. <laughs> Wait, did I say too much? Or no, you're good. get a little racy with Hutch and Stacy. I, I like, like I like the orange hat before that last one. Well, okay. Were you ever a seaman in a past life, Not or I think we all were at some point, honestly, right? Oh, Hutch! This no, is sorry. why you say too much. Sorry, gosh, I don't know. That's well, what it's, it's perfectly named. He talks about the weirdest things. You know, well, I've been talking. Funny is, it was really in the intro. It was largely armpit focused. Mm-hmm. I know we're well, just. You know, I, I want to say too much about the pits because I have a joke, and I think this will be fun for you guys specifically because of your obsession with the pit. And my wife, who speaks, uh, Kate does my wife, Kate talks, uh, she speaks uh, Italian. She talks Italian. And <laughs> she's, um, she said that when she studied abroad in college, that everybody loved the English word armpit. Oh. And they said, it's such a beautiful word, armpit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's you know, so That's funny. like the grossest word in the English language. Like, no, no, it's not gross. It's beautiful. Armpit. Armpit. I love that. But um, I have a joke. I talk about how um, I have some jokes that are bathroom humor. Uh, you know, I'd say... Um, uh, when you wash your hands, you're supposed to sing happy birthday, right? Which oh, is yeah. Um, and uh, you're supposed to sing it twice, actually. And I do it every single time I sing it out loud. But whenever I'm the only person in a public restroom and somebody else walks in, it just looks like I'm having the saddest birthday ever. <laughs> like, happy birthday. To- oh, you're the first to arrive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and these are my three bathroom jokes. Then I have this one after existential crisis. Have you ever waved your hand underneath an automatic paper towel dispenser and nothing comes out? Mm-hmm. You just look in the mirror and you go, are you even here? 
but this is the one that's is tailor made for say too much with Stacy and Hutch. Um, to me, in my heart, Stacy will always be. Things got a little racy with Hutch <laughs> and Stacy. You always know that, yeah. But this is true. When you wash your armpits, you're supposed to scrub 14 times under each arm to get them hygienically clean, and that's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. You'll notice a difference. But now, whenever you wash your armpits, you will think of me. And I know this because I think about the guy that told me, and I don't want to. <laughs> and it is true. I've had people come up to me and say, I think about you when I wash my armpits now. Because none of us had anything to think about when we wash our armpits in the shower. So I gave you that thing to think about. And now you'll think of me. And I didn't mean for it to get so racy on the program, Hutch. <laughs> it's okay. I um I don't know how to feel about this interview so far because now all I'm thinking about is you anytime I'm naked, which is a problem. And maybe it's not um, a problem. I haven't done yeah, it yet. I don't, want to be, I don't want to be gross, but uh you're gonna think about me when you're naked and moist and wet. Yeah. Well, that's... I, I think that's a very special thing now we that we have with you, PJ. I mean, I like it. Stacy, it's you, it's me against the world against the species that spell it wrong with an e and a y or no e y is for the men to spell it That's or non-binary i don't know do you ever i want to I think you're interviewing us this is weird i want to be i want to be non-binary but i can't make up my you know i can't make a decision i can't make it's, up my it's mind. confusing i get confused by the whole thing do people ever say uh stacky I've like, gotten that. Like when oh, you're really? At a Starbucks, or like somebody calls you from the airline and that type of thing. Are people ever like stacky? I I remember in high school, my one of my teachers thought it was stacky, and I'm like, really? Really? Did you uh, did you sort of correct it or just let them go with it? I think I corrected it. Do people call you Tish? <laughs> well, I here's something that's true. I hate when people spell it TJ with no periods. You do, do that all the time because hmm. they all, all the time because a lot of other people with initials don't put periods. But mm -hmm. to me, it's like T J. And if you spell it just TJ, it is Tudge. That's <laughs> how you would pronounce that name. It's Tudge. Tudge. And I'm and not it's Tudge. I'm and it's TJ. Tammy Joe. That's Tammy, Tammy Joe. Joe. Yeah. Tammy I. If my name was Tammy Joe, I'd be going by Tammy Joe. Can you imagine what a funny stage name? Actually, oh my God, I'm that's hilarious. Down. From here on out, starting in Minneapolis at the House of Comedy this weekend, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, almost sold out. I think one or two of them are already sold out. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love them all of America. There's a lids on every floor. There's about four lids. Mm -hmm. So if you to put a lid on it, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Hat. How long were you waiting for that punchline, TJ? Teach. Tammy Joe. Tammy oh, Joe. Tammy with an I. It is. I do a lot of hat work in my comedy. Oh, <laughs> I can't see. I can only see Stacy. There you are, Hutch. He's the Gallagher of hats. He is the Gallagher oh, of yeah. hats. But what I end up doing at the end of the show every time is wearing a watermelon hat. And we've all wanted to wear a watermelon hat. That's so hey, cool. 
Can I ask you a burning, dying question as a fan of comics and Deadpool? Is it owned by Disney or so? Who owns Deadpool these days? Do you even know who owns Deadpool? Disney, you know, took it all. They've got all of it, which is so irritating. Well, um, don't you get perks? Can't you, like, go to the parks for free now that you're in the movies? Um, You guys want to hear something really funny? This entire time, I've had these in, and they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're not on? <laughs> you know how people are like, are those fashion glasses? I wear fashion <laughs> AirPods. Yeah. No prescription. They're non-functional. I just think I look good with the little white, just a little bit. Oh, that's funny. Is there a camera in the middle of those glasses? Oh, Is God, that what's going yes. on there? If I did, I would have been taking snaps and snapping too much. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy and Hutch. Um, I think uh, Disney, no owns, perks? Disney owns uh, Deadpool. The, 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 no, because Deadpool's R-rated. But in with Disney... If I go there because I was in Big Hero 6, the Academy Award-winning children's film, um, yeah, I get what's called a plaid. And a plaid is a guide that gets you onto the rides immediately. So you never wait in line. They're kind of like your bodyguard, but they're little and Disney. And, you know, I think I think a bodyguard at Disney, the, the worst that they can do, can't do any physical violence or anything. The worst they can do is go, oh, boy. <laughs> Somebody tries to attack you, they go, oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. Oh, How okay. fun was it to film the Deadpool scene where you're sitting on the couch and Ryan Reynolds is a naked baby? And are you guys ad-libbing the whole thing? Or how is that, how is that even done in, in the takes that you did? Yes, what's really fun about that film is that it was so much ad-libbing. It was so much improv, and they totally understood that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And then they, but the writers, uh, uh, Paul Wernicke and Rhett Reese, are so funny, so funny, that all of the written lines are amazing, too. And so, uh, you know, I got to do all their lines. Ryan's always throwing lines. I'm throwing lines back. Uh, he is so funny. So, so funny. Um, and it's like, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's like a bunch of people in this case, a bunch of dudes, just like throwing funny ideas. What if it's this, what if it's that? But unfortunately toddler style was mine, but straight shirt cocking it. <laughs> Paul Wernicke. Okay. They do, you know, some of the best lines in there actually are theirs that are written, but it's, I always have a couple lines where. And people kind of say sometimes, like, oh, that was my favorite line. Did you write that? And it's if it's their favorite line that I say, it's usually improvised because it's from me, you know, and I kind of know what's funny about me the most. And that's what you see in my stand-up is, like, so much of it is improvised, so much of it. So if you go every single show, if you were to see every single show this weekend, each one would be different. But that's what I love is, like, I love riffing. I love improvising. I love working with the crowd, but I don't call it crowd work because it isn't, hey, where are you from? What do you do? Where are you from? What do you do? Look at this girl. What do you do? Where are you from? That's like the same thing over and over again. And it's not yeah. great. And you're seeing it on the internet all the time. Mm -hmm. Mine is much more just improvising, talking about my day, asking people, you know, what do you think of the show? Sort of responding to that, figuring out who's there for what, whatever. 
And uh, that's great. And then the rest of the material is sort of, it's really fun. It's not like political. Some of it's a little philosophical, I guess, but it's just a good time. That's really what I'm focused on is like, because people have come, they're spending their time. They got the babysitter. This is the first date or the anniversary. It's a birthday, whatever. Or they just want to like clean the slate, have the day in their rear view mirror. And that's, that's my favorite thing. So I really try and be present. And you're not going to see, I have a special called Dear Jonah on my YouTube right now. Actually, I have three specials. I have one at the Stanley Hotel that's completely improvised. And that's the hotel from The Shining. So it's it's such a cool hotel. They filmed Dumb and Dumber there. Yeah, totally. And I was yeah. uh, I went on the stairs. With this. Uh, that's great. I love that you know that. And did you stay there? Hutch, you are too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did stay there. And so I talk about, you know, and it's sort of a spooky special. And then I have a special I did in Spokane, Washington, and that's completely improvised. And that's just about Spokane, which is really funny because if you don't live there, it's got all these references that like won't make sense, but it's still hilarious. But the main special I have is called Dear Jonah. And I started out trying to do all of my pandemic material because I had to like, you know, use it because it's going to get old. Exactly. <laughs> well, it doesn't work anymore. And so it was really funny because I started out doing that. And then this heckler, Jonah, he kind of starts heckling. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, what is this? And finally, I go, what, what's your deal, man? Look at these cargo pants. What's your cargo? What are you doing? What's your doing? What's your cargo? And he said, um, he goes in this long diatribe of why he loves cargo pants, but he doesn't put anything in the pockets, but he likes them because they're comfortable. And Immediately, it's clear he's not drunk. He's like developmentally challenged. And we later found out that he has a form of cerebral palsy that kind of makes him stutter. But so other comedians might have made fun of that or been like, I better stay away from it. I didn't make fun of him. I incorporated in the show. And the special is hilarious. It's like he has the funniest line. He and I do the closer together. He's like throughout the special. So that's why it became sort of a love letter to this guy, Jonah. And that's why it's called Dear Jonah. But if you watch that, that's again, me trying to do something. I get derailed. And then the whole special changes. The whole show becomes about that night. And that's really what's interesting to me. And that's why I'm releasing like a special every month on my channel because I just, it's so much of his improvised. So I'm just, I'm, I generate content kind of, but stand up uh, much faster than most people. It's also more, that's why it's so fun to see me live. You know, I feel like there's so many, you go see Nate Bargatze, who's hilarious, or John Mulaney, hilarious, you know, mm -hmm. or yeah. the last special that they did, if it's, you're seeing them six months later, they're still doing that material because they're trying to build new material and mm -hmm. it just takes, you know, so that's what's really, really fun is you're never going to see anything that you've seen in mine online. Just like never. Do you think that the, that's why so many people will heckle you because they want to see what you're going to do with it? You know what, Stacy? And this is getting, it's this, uh, your questions are coming at a fast pace. <laughs> hey, uh, there we go. Doing it right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just, I do my barbershop quartet stuff every so often. Whoa, oh, that's a sing. good one. That is, that is. I, a... I wish I had my harmonica on me. I'm supposed to always have it on me. That's what my harmonica teacher told me. Love it. On you. <laughs> uh, 
I think, you know, I don't really, I haven't thought about that a lot, but I think so. And I think when the first person says something or I say to somebody, so you're not going to clap. Everyone else clapped. You're, are your hands tired from this afternoon? And I'm not talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about just hand washing, whatever. And then I think people are like, oh, he can like handle it. And so then they, they go after me. And what I've noticed recently is I'm having people come up and say, people often go, oh, I'm so sorry about Minneapolis. I can't believe people are so drunk. I want to apologize. Well, that's not a big deal. But now I'm seeing more people just sort of straight up be like, man, I, where were you going with that story about Postmates? And then you got interrupted. What were you going to say? And oh, I'm so sorry. I wanted to hear it. One guy came up to me in Vancouver after the show and he goes, ah, man, my friend was here last night and he said, you like did just material. He's like, I was so excited to see like TJ Miller material. And mm -hmm. I said to him, I go, listen, any of the material that I was going to do was all new material. Any of that stuff that I'm doing, you're going to see that. You will see that. You'll be able to mm -hmm. see it online. It's going to be on my channel, be on my socials. You know, that will get there. You will hear that. But if you came to see me live, this is what the show is. And this is other people don't really do this. And so I kind of want to show you what I can do that other people can't. And that's why it's always different. That's why I tell people, like, go see a live show. Not just me, like go see a live show, especially I know the pandemic is kind of in our rear view mirror, but let's all remember the time when we couldn't see anything live okay. and that we should kind of hold that closer to our hearts. Stacy, sometimes during this interview, I've seen you kind of give me these really sweet eyes. That, hey, let me get the right. <laughs> oh my God, what is this? I wear that when I go to your show. Can you bring that? Look at this. I didn't plan this. This is hilarious. That's good. That it's is so good. Do you need me to sign something during this funeral? I love that. Yes. I love that. <laughs> is that a funeral or for a bride? I don't know which ones that's for. Well, you wear that if you want to be chic or if you're at a funeral. You don't well, want anyone what? to cry. I'm here for a marriage. It's the marriage between saying too much and getting and being crazy. Uh, you know, well, you know Stacy a couple times has given me uh these kinds of eyes. She'll, she'll be listening to you. I, I like watched it. the Jonah special and I thought it was really sweet. Did you really? I did. Thank you. Watch. See, you do. I yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Cloverfield, Deadpool who's, one, Deadpool who's two. Who's I don't know who Tush <laughs> is and I'm trying to figure out Tush. When I get there, I'm going to go, Tammy Joe, Tammy Joe. Do they ever call you Hutka? Hey, how's it being out of a job right now? Because you can't do movies or TV. Uh, that sucks. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this. It's a good thing you have another skill. You're a triple threat. You know what is fun? is like right now I'm writing a film that I think we're going to do with Michael Bay. And I think it's, and I have another like more indie film that I'm doing. Transformer yeah. Six. I also is that, is that yeah. there? Unfortunately, there will be no more Transformers. Uh, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Okay. I think I think I think you are going to I think you're going to write one and then you're going to call it something different than Transformers, but it's going to be Transformers. And I think every character is you. It is. It's, it's, I think it's funny. It's it is. I have a Christmas film, and uh, that's what we're writing. And I did a Christmas film called Office Christmas Party. 
Yeah. But, uh, that's R-rated. And so I'm doing one with my buddy that's like more PG-13. And it's like, it actually takes place in the Mall of America. Oh, fun. Can I be in it? Can I film here, you think? Yes. You can be in it. Hutch is right. Hutch is relegated to the podcast world. Okay. Oh, can I just be the best king Stacey, I see, Stacey, you're a star. Yeah, mm. I can see you. Here we go. Here we go. The only, the only shot you have is becoming a color hard model. Hey, it's Crisco, and you can get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money in prize picks. As you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason, I have won so much money on prize picks, $100 on football before. I've won $65 on a bet that I made for the NBA. It is so easy to do. I made a killing during March Madness. It is awesome awesome and it's so easy you can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars with picks for basketball hockey and so much more and with prize picks they make it so easy with quick withdrawals easy gameplay and an enormous selection of players and stat types that make prize picks the number one fantasy sports app so all you have to do to win like me is download the app today and use code cdw for your first deposit match up to a hundred dollars with prize picks pick more pick less it's just that easy again down Download the app today and use code CDW for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know what? I accept that. <laughs> right. Car. Yeah, look at this. Like, Are you, know, you wearing them right now? Yeah, I'm wearing my Carhartt. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah, listen. Do you know how, how Minnesotan men dress? It's either Carhartt or vest. That's how we dress in the winter. I am so they glad wear shorts still. I'm so glad you said that because I was trying to decide if I was going to bring my vest or not. Because I like to dress like I like to dress the in sort of the vibe, yeah, vibe of the audience or the place where I am. And I have a clip on my TikTok that is I dressed like a Wisconsin guy when I was in Milwaukee, and then I looked at a guy in the front row and he was wearing the outfit. He literally <laughs> was wearing what I was wearing. So now I got to do a vest. I got to do the Carhartt hoodie with the kangaroo pocket. Are you? All, all you got to do is follow somebody or we could we can text you pictures of people on the street. Oh, I can show him a picture, I think. Oh, okay. Um, some of your fashion finds. Some of, uh, yeah. My, my, by the way, you can follow me on TikTok. I'm DadBot Hutch if you want to do that. <laughs> oh, really? Is that true? That's yeah. true. And you know who came up with that name? Not Stacy. Our male boss said, "Hey, your username for TikTok is going to be Dad Bot Hutch." Was mine Stacy Smoke Show or Smoke Show Stacy? Um, I don't remember because I feel embarrassed bringing it up. Both, no, those are both great. My, uh, I have oh, a good awesome. Instagram name. I have a good Instagram name. It's Teenage Millionaire, which is how I <laughs> I like that. I'm going to follow you. All right, so here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to share my screen with you, and this is what. Do you see it right now? You see the screen. Yep. Yes. I okay. Why do women get crap for like wearing clothing all the time, and men just look like this? There you go, right there. That is your typical Minnesota, Minnesota dad. I've yeah. got exactly that 
like almost exactly that vest. Which well, I, it's Carhartt too. So I mean, only the best. Only the best. Right? Oh God, I love that. Well, Dad man, Bob I, Hutch, it is. Dad bought Hutch. <laughs> God, here we go. Here come the comments. Oh, careful! No oh. way, man. Unlike you, I'm there. I have a kindness in my heart. There's no sharp edge to touch. Hey, um, real quick, if you, when you're coming to Minnesota, what hat are you wearing to Minnesota? Yeah, well, can you afford that? Hold on one mm, second. I'm in radio. I was in I was in Vancouver, uh, and it was um, it, there was so much meth. I mean, it it was so there was so much fentanyl there. And oh. I went to a place where it's just like, it's like a zombie world. It's so crazy. Hundreds of people smoking meth, shooting meth off because it's decriminalized. So they're smoking and shooting. Is right it? And there are cops. Yeah. It's oh. like, it was, it was like Canada was trying to be too cool with it. And it, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. The cops just walk around trying to keep people safe and keep them from attacking one another. But it's uh, it's it's really really out there, really really out there. A message, Tammy Joe. Tammy on your messages now. I love this ego. What is this about? Have you seen the ego uh, cream? The new was it tasty? Besides, it was not I, gross. It was it breakfast brunch. Hey, yeah, I have seen the video. Thanks, it's Titch. It's sipping cream. It's sipping cream. It's ego brunch. I love it. Oh, brunch in a jar. Yeah. It doesn't sound good because I think you're drinking egg. But you're not. But that's the first thing I thought. I'll have Stacy bring you some on Friday or Saturday whenever she comes. Uh, whenever oh, it's open. Smoke show, Stacy. Stacy smoke show, with one eye. So, that's that's the that's the TikTok one. I messaged you on your Insta though. I love that, Stacy smoke show. There you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. My God, both of you are so dynamic on the internet. <laughs> So dynamic. Well, you interviewed us the whole time here. It's been big fun. And there's the hat. There it is. Is that your Minnesota hat? Oh, that's a that's very English. Let me pull this up. It's full a fascinator. Screen. Let's do this he full thinks, screen. He thinks that I'm not going to swear this entire. Do I get him full screen? I don't know. Oh. Oh, right corner at the bottom. There should be. Yeah, a little... but it's just me. You see, now it's just me. Well, you're you're a handsome man. Ah. Oh well. <laughs> you're a good looking bod. Hey, man, I am excited to uh, have you guys come. Are you going to be movie scouting at the Mall of America for your movie that you're writing? Or are you going to? Literally, we came last year during December and we met all these Santas. And mm -hmm. Hutch, I don't know if you know this, okay? But there is something called the IBRBS. It is the International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. It's weird when they all march in the hallway. It's amazing. And there's a whole, like, it's amazing. But we know we're friends with Santa Herman and Santa Sam. And all of, and Santa Sid, the original. The, like, luminary was there for 40 years. The main Santa that the other Santas at the Mall of America, they say, this is the palace that Santa Sid built. That's, like, something that is said. And Santa Sam, Santa Herman, we're going to hang out with all these Santas. And the Santas at the Mall of America are the best Santas in America, obviously, because it's the mm -hmm. main mall. And they come in from all over, from Texas, from the East Coast, West Coast, all that. But they have certain Santas that are Minnesota Santas. And you would think, oh, I guess they're doing that because they are the best Santas. All of them are good Santas. But the Minnesota Santas are the best. And yeah, we went, we did research, we learned about it. 
And it's crazy. It's like they don't drink or cuss all month, the entire month of December. They sort of prepare for it every morning. They get up. There's almost like a Santa meditation. And they really are like saints that are living among us. Like they're just such kind, good people. And it's just, it's fascinating. It's so amazing. And that's a big part of the film. But the film is so much more. And it's the craziest. It is the type when we pitched it, because we pitched it to hundreds of people in preparation. We pitched it to the Russo brothers and also to Michael Bay and his company. And we did so many, it's the type of pitch where you say it and afterwards people are just floored. They're just like, that's amazing. Has it been picked up? No, we're in, we're doing a second draft of it. That's the thing that I never understood is when you're acting, you don't really completely understand the entire process of making a film. You can kind of be like, oh, I see what it's like to direct. And you think, oh, well, there's pre-production post, but actually writing a film, financing film, all those things, that takes like years. Mm -hmm. But I have acted so much, just so much, that I, I was kind of like, I had a conversation with Jason Bateman on the set of Office Christmas Party, and he was like, who wants to be an actor? It's so boring. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, I mean, you just sit around, and then they come, they tell you what to do, where to go, the words you want to say, and then you go back, and you sit down, and you wait. And I was like, so you like directing more? And he was like, yeah, so much more. He said, I'm doing Office Christmas Party because I love it. I'm excited. But he said, you know, a lot of why I'm here is so that I can do Ozark. And I go, what is that? And he was like, it's this like little series. It's really cool. The, I said, did you write it? He goes, no, 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 but I'm directing and I'm a star in it. And I think it's just really good. I love it. And I was like, oh, and then it became Ozark, which is like one of the greatest television shows of all time. I think mm -hmm. it's better than Breaking Bad almost, to be honest with you. And so what I didn't understand was that acting is such a small part of making a film. And so now we're really understanding it. And, you know, Hutch, to sort of answer your question, it's like right now I'm kind of living my best life. I hate that phrase. Right now I'm like, this is a dream come true. Because what I always wanted to do was I wanted to write films that I do not direct, but that I star in. And I did that. I have two shorts that went to Sundance. I have, you know, I produced uh, a show for Comedy Central and then a show that was on Comedy Central, but also was an HBO pilot. But I've never like written and starred in a feature length film. And so right now that's what's happening. And I wanted to do that and be a stand-up comic. So <laughs> for me, the idea of being a stand-up comic traveling all over the world, not even the United States, all over the world, producing my own content, doing all that, but also making movies instead of just being in them. That's sort of what I always wanted to do. And so it's like, this is a really cool time for me in my life because you're also not at other people's whim. They right. don't, they kind of say, you're the most amazing thing in the world. We love you so much. You're irreplaceable and stuff. And then suddenly we don't do a movie or they say, you're, we're going to do this French and then they don't end up doing it. But when I started, the movies that I've starred in were so fun, so amazing. But the whole time I was like, I don't really have control over what we're doing next. And I know I, I produce things. And so when you write something, you control it from the very beginning. If you're a producer, you have so much input. And then the pro if you're a director, and Mark Wahlberg sort of taught me about this. If you're a director, it takes up so much time because mm. you have to do all the pre-production, all the post-production editing afterwards. But if you write it, you just have to do the creation of the script. 
And then if you star in it, you're only there during the, you know, the actual physical production. And then I, I of course, want to have a hand in the editing, but the director has to take the lead and do that. And then while he's doing post-production and they're figuring out the marketing, all that stuff, I'm on to writing the next thing or doing stand-up, going back and like being on the road, being everywhere. And I and like did a whole European tour and I have a whole doc about that that was supposed to be Hey, TJ Miller, cool guy. This is what it's like to be me in Europe doing my thing. Oh, let's go try this food. And it quickly became a documentary about these emerging stand-up scenes in Europe. Because the stand-up world right now in Europe is like what it was in 2010 in the United States. And it's sort of exploding there. And it was fascinating to talk to Finnish comedians who perform primarily in Finnish, right? Or the, the diversity of the Amsterdam scene and how many different places there and you know what the Greece the stand-up scene in Greece and there's only I went to Greece and all these comics came up after the show and they're like you know where are the, the Greek comedians and we wanted to you know see what you're doing is great it's really really great and I go cool so uh how many comics are there in Greece and they're like we are we are them we are Greek comics and I was like, no, I, I know you're Greek comics. I'm saying, <laughs> how many comics are there in Greece? Like, how big is the scene? And they go, no, we are, we are the comics. <laughs> and it was, it's real. There's like six Greek comedians. It's like oh, eight, wow. eight stand-up comedians in Greece. So we got to talk to them and do like little interviews and all that stuff. But it was really, really fascinating to sort of see that. And that kind of is what... I'm realizing is going on right now. Stacy was joking and she's like, you interviewed us. I'm more interested in other people than I'm interested in myself. I think that's why I'm a comedian and not actually really an actor because I'm not sort of fascinated by myself and want to talk about me. And I'm kind of fascinated by other people, which makes a person a good stand-up comic and a good comedian and a good writer and all those things. And people are like, well, what's your podcast? Do you have a podcast? I'm on a podcast called Cashing In with TJ Miller and it's great. The host Cash Levy, so funny. He has a tough time getting guests. So I've been the only guest on the show for seven years. I think I should be called Top Biller with TJ Miller. You know, I mean, if we're changing names of podcasts, you know, but whatever, you you call it whatever. Sir, I tip my hat to you so <laughs> hard that it goes off. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that joke that joke went a little bit south if you saw went a little, little south if you haven't had you guys have you gotten your peanut butter yet no no it's on the way you okay. will you're getting three uh jars of my peanut butter which is available on amazon.com i have dark chocolate coconut of <gasps> coconut i have they're almost dessert peanut butters I have cherry chocolate with real dried cherries, milk chocolate, and uh, honey roasted peanuts. And my favorite, toffee crispy with toffee, milk chocolate, and rice yeah. krispies. So that's all headed your way. I also have hot sauce on Amazon. Just Google all of this stuff. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Watch Dear Jonas. Stacy did, and she loved it. Mm -hmm. And forgive Hutch for everything. Everything. I'm, I'm sorry. What's my name, Tidge? Hutka. <laughs> it sort of sounds like a spit. Yes, it, it's a very good spit. Well, and Tudge <laughs> said a Damn little too much. Yeah, if this Thank whole you. if this whole writing directing thing doesn't work out, we could use you as a producer. That you would know? be really great. You I are so it. much fun. You are I would so much love fun. to be. I would. I would love to just be the guy in the background, maybe 
my screen is like really small. And like then, this guy over here? That guy right Ross! He's Joe <laughs> Ross! <laughs> that guy, that's our producer. Tahir Ross Sabren deal. <laughs> but I like to be a tiny screen like over here. And then I, I can't make him small. I mean, we could do this. Picture, you picture. Know, but, yeah. so you guys are talking, and every so often I go, whoops, they said too much. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please. I think I'm gonna take these tenders to get <laughs> Oh, there you go. All right. TJ Miller. He was so much fun. It was awesome. Uh, so there you go. I, I did not know about his uh, tasty peanut butters. I can't wait for those to show yeah, up. I didn't know who's sending us those. So, yeah. Well, I, he is a delight. So make sure you thank him because he kicked himself off. <laughs>